This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jordan Silver and Friends on 96.5 The Buzz. Happy Fat Tuesday. Ooh, that's today. Dude, dude. Although I have had a party girl lifestyle... To the level of probably Lindsay Lohan, but since I moved here, nobody knows that, so I sound like, you know, a proper person that has never had a partying lifestyle. Tell me how it wasn't until yesterday that I realized that Mardi Gras was French for Fat Tuesday. Does everybody know that? To be honest with you, I don't think most people put that together. Okay. I think you either know it as Mardi Gras or Fat Tuesday. Right. I thought it was just one of those things where there are two names because... I don't care. It's and about drinking. Honestly, I played it off. I, I pretended like I knew what that meant Wait. yesterday when you told me. I had no idea. I had really? No idea. You shamed me. I had no idea. You shamed me. I Fat Tuesday shamed you? Yeah. I did. You looked at me and you go, everybody knows that, Jordan. I did it just <gasps> But you didn't know that? Oh, no, of course not. I, I gave you that look just like that, too. That's wow. pretty good heart soul you just did. Thank you. Thank yeah, you very so much. Just, you're fine. Just Here's the thing. You just go drink. Go get stupid. Happy Tuesday. Nah, but that's the problem. That's the problem is we work so damn early. So we can't go get crazy. Our crazy starts at like, what, 10, 15? Yeah. If not, when Boulevard comes in, 8.30. God, that doesn't even count because that's that's fat every so often. I know. It's Marty every few Fridays. It's Marty McFly. No. Well, dude, today's just been off already because... I, like, something's wrong with me. I'm a Gemini, okay? Uh-oh. We know this. I'm a Gemini. I have two personalities. I've got the proper buttoned-up one, mm-hmm. and then this other thing that just comes out of me sometimes that I've tried as hard as humanly possible to um, deal with, but sometimes it just comes out. So I like to fall asleep to serial killer documentaries. Jordan, Jesus Christ. Okay. What? Okay, let me, st- let me strap back in. Okay. Okay. I like to fall asleep to, to those kinds. Like, forensic files? Ugh. I know. What's wrong with you? I know. How do you even fall asleep to that? Oh, it's really weird. But it just sets up a nightmare. I will. You'd think. But no, I'm fine. Though what I watched last night to make my way to fall asleep gave me so many nightmares that I can't even. Leaving Neverland. Oh. Part two. Oh. We're going to talk about that, I think, a little bit later. Yeah. I have a different take on it. Oh, God. What? Oh, no, not not at all different than what your take is. We have the same take here. Okay. But I'm uh, I'm going to try to frame it a different conversation, if that makes sense. Okay. Uh, Because this whole thing is, oh, let's not step on it. All right. Let's not step on it. Well, so I got 15 minutes of sleep last night because of leaving Neverland. Yeah, don't watch that to go to bed. If you're going to even watch it was, a, a forensics type thing, go that route. Don't go this route. That, isn't it so much worse that like the blood and the murder and the blah, blah, blah? There were Honestly, at least no yeah. gory pictures, but it's just so horrible. That's a good point. You never go, especially before you go to bed, Jordan, never go full Neverland. You can't go full Neverland before bed. <sighs> Not anymore. You want to know the worst part is one of the dreams that I had, the worst one, when I fell asleep for those 15 minutes, Oprah showed up in my dream. Oprah. Man, and she... The whirlwind of emotions. Right, I know. I can't. I'm not even going on dreammoods.com slash dream dictionary, which is the only place to look up your dreams if you have weird ones, by the way. Dreammoods.com slash dream dictionary. This is not a commercial. I'm just telling you that is the best website to look up your dreams for the symbols. Now, this just, she's just a really big proponent of her bookmarks, and this is number one on your, on your bookmark page. Dreammoods.com slash uh-huh. dream dictionary. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, so, I'm just existing, and Oprah comes up to me, and she goes, Jordan... I have something to tell you. And I go, what? And then I wake up. So. No. No. What could Oprah have been trying to tell me in my dream? You got an offer from Miss Winfrey? Yeah. And you couldn't even see it through? Well, you think she was going to give me a car or something? Jordan Silver and Friends. Friend Friends. On 96.5 The Buzz. That one goes out to you, Hartsey. Oh, you didn't have to do that. Yes, I did. Love that song. Top.
five top three favorite songs of all time. Great song. It's gotta be. Gotta be. Oasis, Don't Look Back in Anger. Jordan Silver and Friends, 96.5 The Buzz. I'm so proud of the Buzz family for actually starting to use the hashtag BuzzFamilyCreep when they are using social media. It's happening. It's happening. It's a movement, Jordan. It really is. Tattooed Dolly updated yesterday from Raytown. Neighborhood Watch added again, protecting the mean streets of Raytown one peep at a time. It is her cat just looking out the window. <laughs> Man. Well, remember I told you that rap... Uh Oh, God, I freaking... Mabry, if anyone here, why that just came to my mind in 2019, I haven't said that man's name in almost 10 years. If you're from Raytown, Missouri, and you know a guy named Mabry, he used to be a rapper, and a song called Raytown Girls. Oh, yes. You were singing that. like a Raytown girl. Damn, it ain't nothing. That was... Wow. Man, I have not said that I'm dude's name. I'm putting that Raytown It's on the internet. I could probably find it. It's called Raytown Girls. Okay. Wow. It's Sorry. like California Girls, but not. <laughs> oh, he talks about it. I wish they all could be Raytown girls. It ain't nothing like a Raytown girl. I'm sure it isn't. There aren't. Okay, what are you seeing on the internet with the Buzz Family Creep? Oh, man. Just thank you for that, Jordan. I'm sorry I throw it to you. I make you laugh, then I throw it to you. You always do that, too. You always do that to me. From two different accounts. At Mayor Sly James, the actual person, not the cat. I know. I know. You got so excited. See? I had to, I had to throw that thank back you. to you. So, uh, <laughs> at Mayor Sly James, the human. Thank you. And at Queer Eye. Just announced that uh, the the debut, I guess the premiere of the new season, featured in Kansas City of Queer Eye. Yes. I forgot the date. Uh, I'll look it up for later. But yeah. anyway, it's on the socials now. that They officially did, I guess, the teaser trailer yes. yesterday. So that's on the socials. That was right before I moved here. They did the wrap-up. So I'm excited to see what, what y'all were doing before I got here. Yeah, I talked to some of those guys. So. Oh, nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we nice. set up some stuff. For a friend of a friend of a friend. so I love it. Yeah, I'm not even sure what I can say still because, man, <laughs> man, talk about NDA. Woo. Wow. Yeah. User SSHBRTT updated with a hilarious meme. It says, these edibles ain't <laughs> two hours later, and it's a news story. It says, woman accidentally joined search party looking for herself. <laughs> woman accidentally joined search party looking for herself. These Girl. edibles ain't bleeped. <laughs> Preach, preach, preach. If I had a dollar, if I had an edible for every time. Yep. Man. Ooh. So I'm, um, I didn't go very far for the creep on this one. I actually just went to our Twitter, 965 The Buzz. Mm -hmm. We had our first big upset of this bracket, best alt song of the decade deal. I've tried to stay away from this because mm -hmm. I don't want any part of this. I just don't I, want Nirvana to win everything all the time. Well, I'm, I'm okay with that, but you know. People come out of the woodwork for these things. Like you would think that they have, like this is a brother or a sister in the race. So I don't want to be a ball. You know, they just people get what through. happened. People blow up, and we had our we had our first upset. Aha, dethroned the Pixies last night. Take on me, dethroned. Where's my mind? And in in a fictitious bracket that upset people. Yes, yes, aka. That just Twitter that we created. <laughs> yeah. So that was the hey, if you want to go check out all the we do in the 90s, uh we got 80s, 90s, I guess we're going to work on the 2000s too. We'll see. <laughs> Pending some type of I don't know like Molotov cocktail thrown Isn't, through the building. Yeah, for real. Um hi, it's entertainment. But use that energy for good. But it's always fun. People like this stuff. So go do it. Go vote. Yes. Also don't yeah, just don't throw stones or stuff through our wall. Yes, exactly. Our our, our Windows. User Hannah Daniel, sincerely Hannah on Twitter, driving Brookside Boulevard is like the world's crappiest game of Minesweeper. <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet, but. Man, we got a, got a Raytown Girls reference, got a Minesweeper reference. We're just going all Brookside the way back Boulevard today. reference, too. Yeah, we're going back today. All right. I got one. It's kind of what news. Luke Perry, you know, he passed. We've all talked about that. I'll be honest with you. I'm 27, a little bit before my time, if I'm going to be real. All the stuff I know about Luke Perry is all, like, kind of cameos, mm -hmm. if I'm being real. Mm -hmm. but uh, at, Respect. Exactly. I, I'll just be honest. I'll be totally honest. It sucks when people die. It sucks, right? <laughs> it really sucks when Why people die? die. What a bummer. Well. Total bummer. I do know his son, though. His son wrestles. Because I'm, you know, of course me. His son is a professional wrestler. goes by Jungle Boy. Okay. Aww. And yeah, so AEW is who he wrestles with. It's like a big uh, organization. They they did a whole thing for him. And uh, so because of that, because we're trying to make a, a negative into a positive or a bummer into a positive, um, I did a big deep dive on not only Luke Perry, but also Jungle Boy. Hell of a wrestler. Hell of a wrestler. And Luke Perry was actually pretty dope. So I did a deep dive on that last night. What does that have to do with the Buzz family creep? I was creeping on the Twitter. 
Because people were tweeting about it. Okay. I, listen, it doesn't take much for me to go in these rabbit holes. It doesn't. No, I, were you high? Obviously. <laughs> that was my meme I sent you. That edible was me. Great. And, uh, just after I do that to you, I'm going to have to do it to myself. Because last night, I was on Twitter. And I, I like to look at the, the trending things. Obviously, everybody does. And I noticed how one thing that was trending last night was The Bachelor. There was a big deal. We'll talk about it in the news. I don't watch The Bachelor, but it was so funny and ridiculous that I'm going to talk about it, even though I don't watch it. But okay. it was like the biggest thing that everybody that watches The Bachelor was excited about all season happened last night. We'll get to that. But okay. Okay. last night, The Bachelor, spelled B-A-T-C-H-E-L-O-R, was trending. So many people spelled it wrong. So many people spelled it with a T so that it was, it was trending on Twitter. And everyone's like, I love how The Bachelor is trending like it's totally spelled correctly. Does anyone else notice this? Is this a thing? Thousands. So it was just because, so it wasn't for something else. It was just a typo. No, it was a typo. So I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that one person made a mistake. Somebody thought it was funny and then tweeted from there. But have you ever looked at the alternate spellings of, of, popular things on Twitter. Like hashtags or whatever? Yeah, just throw a wrong letter in there where you would put it. It is so funny. You see these tweets that just kind of went out into the ether and never came back. Oh, no, I had to go do that. Oh, yeah. I feel like some people might do that. Do people do that on, on purpose? I don't know. I mean, the fact that it was trending last night, The Bachelor spelled completely incorrectly and was trending higher at one point than The Bachelor spelled correctly, even though that was the episode that everybody that watched The Bachelor wanted to watch. That should tell you all you need to know about The Bachelor. That's all you need to know. It's so important that even the mispronunciation, the misspelling is better. I just hope that Evanescence never does anything big again. Oh, God. I I know. I can't spell that bad name. J-S-A-F. Jordan Silver is boy. It stands for Jordan Silver and Friends. I want to bring something back. We've been talking about this off air. I think it's finally time to bring back Mortified. It is time. It is time. The return. You haven't played yet. I haven't. Ooh. I say all this now. Like, I, I'm, I talk a big game like I want it, but I feel like when this happens, I'm going to be just sweating profusely. Oh, yeah. You thought the lie detector was bad. Just wait till we get to Mortified. Oh, God, I, even, I forgot about the lie detector. Oh, my God. Yeah. If that. Oh, yeah. We're, oh, no. So Mortified. Panic attack. Is something that... Uh, It's actually, you can have mortified parties. This is where I got the idea from it, where people, as adults, bring out their old journals, and they read the stuff that they wrote as kids so that they could see how much they've grown, see what they've learned, just kind of laugh at the things that were so important to them back then that are not now, Mm. all of that stuff. And Mm -mm. yeah, from those mortified parties, I was like, let's do that on the radio. You you went? Yeah, of course. That's great. To be able to open up and... Who's laughing? Who's having a good time with these things? Who's enjoying themselves? Everybody except for the person whose stuff is being read. That's why it's called Mortified. And this is what I signed up for. This is what you signed up for when you joined Jordan Silver and Friends. Ah. Yes. Ah. Yes. Ah. I definitely want to do it this time with a twist where... um, There's more. More You read my stuff and I read yours. You you may have to start singing my stuff then. Well, that's... That's the point. Uh, That's the point. So I was thinking, uh, Mortified, I've, I've brought in a couple things that I really liked, but how can we kick off Mortified again? And what? <laughs> one of the most mortifying things, think, there are a couple things that I hate the fact that they exist at all, and I really don't like the fact that I don't have all the copies of them. But, you know, before you become very good at anything... You suck a lot. Oh, uh-huh. Case in point, I'm still here. Shut up, Hartzell. You, no, before you get ruined on something, there's a lot of sucking before. Unless you're a natural, then I hate you. But, so I was thinking, let's bring in, and we'll just play little clips because I don't think we can physically do this to the poor Buzz listeners, but they'll laugh so hard at all these things that we thought were so great. Let's bring in some of our bands. Let's bring in some of our music that we wrote and recorded and we'll play little snippets of them. And we'll talk about it for Mortified tomorrow at 7.30. Okay. You said you were going to do this with me. I, I was going to do it when it was all hypotheticals. And now it, it, it's becoming real. That's so real. Now we promise the Buzz family. Make a promise. Listen, ain't nothing really a promise anymore. Uh, yeah, it is. We don't lie to the Buzz family. I edit the podcast. I don't lie to the Buzz family. I can go back and cut everything out. I can cut all this out. I don't think so. <laughs> so, 
So I was trying to think of, God, I know music really well now. And the, of course, the, I'm 30 something years old. So it's been a long time of learning about it. But man, did I suck at the beginning, like really bad. And that was a time where I was proudest of recording myself. So uh, when I learned to play guitar, when I really got into music, I really liked the Beatles. So my parents gave me this Beatles book and I learned every single song. When I could finally start playing them, it gave me a good foundation for how to write a song. But that didn't mean that I was a good singer or a good anything, a good lyric writer or anything. So my first band, I was about, I think, 12 or 13, 13 or 14. And we were basically a Bush cover band. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Find your niche. Like 94, 95, just put the distortion pedal on and be like... These kids are so ahead of their time. I know, I know. Um, our lead singer was nicknamed Goat Boy because he had not gone through puberty, so his voice was cracking like this. <laughs> Poor kid. No, we're friends. We're friends. It's okay. We all laugh about it now because we're kids, right? But that's what you did back then. That's yes. what you did. Poor Goat Boy. Poor Goat Boy. <laughs> then, then I heard No Doubt and that changed everything for me. I got into ska and I started writing for uh, and being the lead singer of a 16-piece ska band. Yes. Seems a bit excessive, Jordan. 16-piece? Yes. Yeah. It was a lot. I'll show you a picture of us. If you're going to do it, you might as well do it. We want to know the best part? I knew what I was doing, but I didn't know quite well enough. So that's very funny. But Uh then, then in college, I heard pop punk. And that really spoke to my soul, which then led to emo, which then really spoke to my soul, like my biggest influences. So you had phases. You had like a whole like a whole roller coaster of this is what it means for me now, and then we're gonna transition to this for this part of me. Yes. And ending with doop. Vocal harmony is my favorite thing in the entire world. Oh right. Vocal harmony is my favorite thing. I remember I watched this comedian once and she was on stage and she goes, I am so glad that I'm here because this is my favorite thing in the entire world. And I got this like lonely sinking feeling in my chest because I was watching her and I was like, Oh my god, what is mine? Oh damn. What's my Uh-oh. favorite thing in the world? And it really is vocal harmony. It's when voices come together and create one chord that you could hear on the piano, but it's voices and when they do weird stuff, it's beautiful. But so the reason I'm bringing all of this up is just to kind of pre-preliminary for what the hell we're about to hear tomorrow at Mm -hmm. 7.30 when we bring back Mortified and you and I, Hearts, will play some music, some recordings. Bad recordings! Oh, the worst! These are not good. Let's preface that. These are not good recordings. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the recording itself might be fine, but the content you're about to receive is nothing you asked for. Um, Reverse that for me. I had a four-track tape recorder and I realized that you could record as many tracks as you wanted to as long as you mixed all four tracks down to one track, then you could add three more, and then when you mix that all down, so it just sounds like crap. Oh, no, okay, <laughs> like it's, yep. like, it's like, Psh! like somewhere in there you can hear my band, but, um, so we're bringing back Mortified. We're starting with the bands that we play. What was your, like, musical history like? It wasn't a bad thing. I mean, I just, I was the guy who had that phase of being a music snob for a little bit, because mm-hmm. I thought that's what the cool kids did. Mm-hmm. So, of course, as I'm in this little, like, Lutheran class of 13 middle school, the one guy, the, you know, if you're the kid that knows Bowie at a little Christian middle school, then you're, like, the coolest person who's ever existed. Yeah, for real. So, yeah, I'm, I'm strolling in with my uniform on, my tucked in baby blue shirt, singing the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust as, you know. Miss Crabtree just dismissed us from mass, you know, so it's, Mm -hmm. you're the coolest guy in the room. So that was, wait, were you the coolest guy to everybody else or just yourself? Did anybody even comprehend that you were young and you knew the musical style? Oh, they had no idea. And then, and you gotta remember, this was like a squarey Lutheran school. So, uh, uh, half the teachers didn't know what I was talking about either. Like if it wasn't, if it wasn't a a hymn, if it wasn't from first Psalms, second verse, whatever they didn't know about either so they're like oh wow this kid is so wow like his parents must be so like so so revolutionary there's like very the intellectual type i'm like yeah 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 wow yeah it's interesting that you say first psalms because this song absolutely was the psalm of my soul when it came out and still is one of my top three favorite songs of all time Silver and Friends on the bus. So any kid that was into pop punk emo always tried to write that version. Mm-hmm. Like your version of Dashboard Confessionals, hands down, because it was it was crazy. Mm. I wrote one called The Last Song I'll Ever Write for My First Love. Oh wow, yeah. 
I'd forget your name, but I wrote it in the sands of time, your name and mine. Oh, God, gross. All right, you go, you go, you go. Oh, you go. that's pretty as hell. Say that no, one more time. No, it's not. No, it's not. Can I say it one more time, please? No. I want to write it down. I want to get it tatted. No. I'm going to get it tatted right here. We'll, you'll hear it tomorrow. Next to my heart. Tomorrow for Mortified. Okay. Okay. Oh. Too shame. I, now I'm, I'm grossed out because, yeah. Starting to sweat, huh? Mm-hmm. It's becoming real again, isn't it, Jordan? Especially if I have to play my ska band for you. Oh, you sure better. You know I'm gonna. Oh. We're talking about Mortified, bringing it back tomorrow, and Hartzell and I are going to bring in some music that we wrote as kids, Yeah, play a little clips of that, and yeah. possibly our teeth won't fall out over here, and Ugh. we'll still want to continue to do the radio instead of pack up all of our stuff and move. Yeah, no, it's, we'll see what happens. We'll have to play that one live. I, yeah, so I want you to talk about your influence. Well, just going back to what we talked about, how, you know, I grew up, we went to, me and my twin, we went to a little... Christian middle school, class of 13 kids in my eighth grade, eighth grade year. And so, you know, when you walk in knowing Bowie, you know, you're kind of a cool guy. You know, when you walk in singing 90s R&B, you know, riffing the Luther Vandross, you know, you might be kind of a cool, might be kind of a cool guy. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm walking around trying to educate these squares about what David Bowie is, you know, who is Ziggy Damn. Stardust, all these things. I smell the elitist. Oh, just everywhere. Just piping hot, just sipping just the most smarmy tea. And uh, you're going to hear the stuff I came up with yes, tomorrow. You're going to hear some of these things. But there's a line in Moon Age Daydream mm-hmm. from David Bowie off mm-hmm. of the rise and fall of uh, Ziggy Stardust. And it says, press your space face close to mine, love. And then we're going to freak out in a Moon Age Daydream. And so that's where I was there. My head's thinking, oh, I'm going to find my, my space love. We're going we're gonna to lock space hats. Because you can look. It I'm, sounds like Avatar. It's essentially, and I, and Avatar had just come out at this point. So you know, I'm really feeling. I thought it was a big deal. I thought I was some kind of like, I don't know. I thought I think I think I thought I was Ziggy Stardust. Essentially, that's what I think I thought I was. I think all David Bowie fans go through that that phase, which is great. Mm-hmm. I got out of it. I I became less of an elitist. We're still not quite out of it, but honestly, maybe we can say it all got started here. It may have all got started. This is the song right here. Ziggy Stardust, the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust, David Bowie, Moon Age Daydream on the bus. Welcome back to Hashtag Crazy Cat Lady Radio. Wait, I mean Jordan Silver and Friends. There's a lot of news. And now the news. Okay, so again, if you want to know something about your favorite artist, just ask them on Twitter. This happened with, with The Offspring. This happened with... Jack Antonoff from Bleachers yesterday. It's just ridiculous. But uh, after the lineup for Warp Tour was announced yesterday, one Twitter user asked the guy who runs Warp Tour if he could try to get My Chemical Romance back together, to which the guy that runs Warp Tour goes, ugh, I tried. So, like, all the information, just ask the horse's mouth. Just cut out the middleman. Go straight to the source. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Billie Eilish released a new song yesterday called Wish You Were Gay. We'll get into that one today. I'll definitely play it for you. But she says that it, quote, literally means that I wish that he was gay so he didn't like me for an actual reason instead of the fact that he just didn't like me. Oh. Damn. All right, yo, Lord better be, Lord better be ready to go because Billie Eilish is taking this spot. She's taking this number one spot. Yeah. Because, yeah, Billie I, Eilish might have it, y'all. That's I feel like, good. I'm like, Billy. I feel you. I do. Wish you were gay. Like, my, my Missouri vanity plate reads, falls for straight girls. So I completely understand that on a spiritual level, but but the exact opposite of that, Billie Eilish. Also, <laughs> I'm having the worst FOMO of all time because the original lineup of Limp Biscuit is getting together for one show only tonight in Hollywood. It's called the Three Dollar Show, and it was three dollars to go. And I wish I wish I could charter a private jet just to go over there and see them because I like them. Whoa! Duh, like duh, duh. no, you no, don't put that past tense on that. I've known oh, you for about five months shame? now, yeah, and you've made quite a few. <laughs> Okay, good. Like just, a fair amount. Of good. References. I thoroughly enjoy the music of Limp Bizkit. I do. It's good. The nookie? Come on, man. I did it all for the nookie. Yeah. We all did it for the nookie. Yeah, so you could... Okay. <laughs> you can do national news now. All right, do some national news. All right, well, how do we transition from that, from the nookie to recovery? I could wrap it for you if you want. N- nope, okay. nope. Let's not rap rock that. Let's just get to it. Rolling, rolling, rolling. All right, I'll stop, I'll stop, I'll now, stop. Listen, now you can sound like a real bitch right now because I'm going to I'm to transition to a tornado story and you just mentioned rolling. So you know what, Jordan? You sit out the next couple plays, okay. please. Sounds good, sounds good. Alabama. Rearranged? God damn it, Jordan. Sorry. Alabama is coming out of uh, well, what was a pretty terrible weekend of tornadoes. Uh, F. 
let's see, an EF40, or EF4 was officially declared after the tornado from Sunday. That's winds of up to 170 miles an hour. My Lord. Yeah, now it looks like we have at least 23 confirmed in, uh, dead from Lee County, Alabama. Uh, we actually talked to this guy, uh, David McBride. He's a saloon owner, and his whole shop is gone except for, like, two things. But uh, we got him some audio for him. I, I pulled up here. I was actually coming to get a friend's wife's purse out of that room that's gone. And as I pulled up in my truck, I seen the stuff swirling in the air. And I barely got in front of that store uh, away from the direct wind mm-hmm. before everything blew apart here. So all kinds of bummy. So if you got any, you know, if you got any spirit change or want to donate some resources, there's all kinds of stuff online because they're going to be doing this stuff for a while, the cleanup for that is always terrible. And like I said, E was an EF4, so that's 170 miles per hour. Those are so scary. Yeah. This is my biggest fear. You know, I'll, snow you can see. Rain you can see. Right. Wind you can't. Right. All of a sudden you're just sitting there. The next thing you know, everything is, I mean, I guess you can see a tornado because you can't, but. But kind of. But if at night, you know, I mean, if maybe if it's like. a scary. Maybe if it's like lightning, you can see kind of the funnel. I mean, that's the thing. I'm terrified of tornadoes. That's like my Missouri, Kansas City thing. Like. I'll always be scared, scarred for life when it comes to that. So, I cannot wait for spring. <laughs> Usually, dream, most places sp- that I live, it's like, oh, I cannot wait for spring because it gets warmer. Not here. It does that, too. <laughs> it does that. A dream, a dream for spring. Going, please. We've got another national news. Let's uh, peel back the curtain because the, uh, the House Democrats in Congress, they are ready to get at Shaboy. And by at Shaboy, I mean your president of these here United States. After I'm going the- to stab you one of these days if you keep telling everybody that I like Trump because I do not. That's your boy, Jordan Silver. I defended and- a hat once. Well, hey, listen, people don't forget. People don't forget. <laughs> no, you won't forget. I'm going to strangle you. Continue. So after all the hearings and stuff from last week, uh, everybody now wants to call in people for testimony, including now what could be Trump's inner circle, which was supposed to be like that red line. You don't touch fam. You don't touch the family information from individuals such as the president's sons, Donald Trump Jr. and Eric Trump, his son-in-law and senior advisor, Jared Kushner, CFO for the Trump Organization, Alan Weisselberg, former fixer Michael Cohen, Steve Bannon, his former chief strategist, and on and on. Some of the entities that made the list include the White House, the Trump Organization, the Kushner companies, even the FBI. Boom! That's, uh, that's not excellent. I mean, call me crazy. And again, you know, it's all, it's all up for investigations. It's all up for who believes who. So again, I could be talking to the, the void right now, or I could be talking to my bubble. But we got to watch this stuff play out. But I keep saying this after almost every news story, Jordan. Popcorn on the ready. Have it readily available. Because here we go. And that's, uh, that's your national news. Hey, guess what? For the first time ever, I'm going to do something just as horrible as you. Um, Leaving Neverland Part 2 premiered on HBO last oh, night. Oh, yeah. The Michael Jackson sexual abuse documentary. Ugh. People are divided. Yeah. People are divided one way or the other. Uh, I, was, I was following the hashtags last night after I finished it. Wow. People have some feelings. There's a lot going on with that. Not that this... I mean, it's a serious subject, but we are going to talk about this coming up at 825. Dope. Dope, dope, dope. You haven't watched the documentary? I've watched parts. I watched what I could. Yeah, it is. Oh, it hurts. Yeah, it's just not really something I'm into. So I get it. I've read a lot of the the behind-the-scenes stuff, so I get Mm -hmm. it. I get it. And, uh, again, this actually just broke. Um, At least I'm just now seeing it. I'm on Twitter seeing what was going viral, and I see King Kong Bundy is trending, which I'm like, if it's a wrestler trending this early, it ain't great. And, uh, yeah, it looks like uh, King Kong Bundy passed away age 61. Now, again, I feel like I'm sometimes talking to the void here, but... Kansas City loves wrestling. They do. They right? do. And King Kong Bundy. You and Meredith were like hugging and okay. talking about wrestling. And yeah. I was like, wow, even Meredith? Okay, maybe King- I need to watch some more wrestling. King Kong Bundy came to Kansas City many a times. Back when we had like the territory days. King Kong Bundy, uh, Handsome Harley Race, uh, Hulk Hogan. By the way, there's no Hulkamania without King Kong Bundy. I know I'm kind of soapboxing right now. WrestleMania 2, Blue Cage with Hulk Hogan versus King Kong Bundy. Look it up. Anyway. Ten bell salute, R.I.P. Wow. Rest in power, King Kong. Bundy. That's a shame. Everybody, it really sucks whenever when people die. It it's really a, sucks. It's a bummer, right? It's a total bummer when people die. Why you gotta die and stuff? Um, 
Can I push this button and do what Just I want to do? Just hit it. Can I push this button and do what I want to do? Because I want to do this. I've been wanting to do this. I'm salivating right now. Well, I've got a great song coming up for my Discovery song around 7.30, but I want to do this. I want to do this. Even if it's just for me. Do it. It's Jordan Silver and Friends in the morning on 96.5. The Buzz. How many other people, Hartzell, do you think keep making the mistake of calling it Finding Neverland? Oh, if it's based off of us in the studio, probably a lot of us, like everybody. I keep saying it wrong. I keep saying it. it's written here in bold, leaving Neverland. Very, very different. I, I very, very different. Than the different movie meaning. Finding Neverland. Uh-huh. Who was in Finding Neverland? Uh, was that, was that, a, that was a Peter Pan thing, right? Yeah, that was Johnny Depp. They're going, was that that one? They're going back. I used to love that one. I used to love Peter Pan. Hook, listen, if it's not Hook, then what, I mean, why are we even watching it? Hook is the best That's movie. That's the best one. Yeah. Looky, looky, I've got Hooky or something yeah. like that. Rufio, Rufio, Rufio. Rufio. Yes. Oh. Hmm. That's a way to get into this. <laughs> Rufi? Rufio, Rufio. I just, Rufio. I meant to just, that's a, it's, that's an interesting transition we took to get into this. Yo. <laughs> hey, yo. Yo, I watched it. I watched all of it. I felt gross watching it. It's nasty. I couldn't admit. I props for you. I couldn't do it. I did the clips. I read more than I watched. Yeah. Uh, nope. nope. Leaving nope. Neverland. We're talking about the Michael Jackson documentary on HBO right now, where the second part, final part, was released yesterday, and I had to watch it. I like this from. Uh, well, give us some background. Set set the stage. What are, what are we watching? What is Leaving Neverland? Why is it a thing now? Paint a picture. It's a documentary that, from what I understand, the person that went to make the documentary wanted nothing more than not to find any truth in this. Right. But then found these two men opening up about their encounters, alleged encounter encounters with Michael Jackson that were incredibly inappropriate. And God, there's just so much. It's it's it, it's that, but it's all the other stuff that's circled around it. So, oh, it's. Honestly, because I, I hate being that guy that brings this up, it's very much kind of like the OJ deal. Because there's there's a ton of layers mm. into this story that can be not just with sexual assault and, ab- and abuse, rape, uh, race, the, uh, money, power, status. There's a lot wrapped into this, a ton wrapped into this. Absolutely. Um, the thing there was there was a tweet that I saw yesterday because it was trending and uh, leaving Neverland was trending, but also F that word, mm-hmm. leaving Neverland, was also trending. And those were people opposed to that don't think that this actually happened. Um, and when I clicked that, the F leaving Neverland on Twitter, the hashtag, that my stomach just got so upset. I didn't even look at that one. I didn't even, nah, well, I was not interested in that one. Because people are so nasty. So what was the big, so they were, what were they upset about that? Were they just not trying to look at the facts? They weren't acknowledging the video, that's, the documentary, what? That's my whole point. One tweet that I saw said, the true fans know he didn't do it. What? What does that even mean? That's... What does that mean? I mean, at some point towards the end of the the, um, the documentary, they start showing all these people just hateful messages to Wade Robson, one of the victims, mm-hmm. alleged victims, um, just saying that they want to kill him and there's death threats and everything that are uh, because he accused Michael Jackson of doing this. But I kept going back to this tweet where it just said, the true fans know he didn't do it. Hmm. No, you don't. I don't. You don't. No. You were, you, were, you, were you in the house? Were you, in the, were you on the compound? Were you in the room? This is, yes. This is where, and you can play devil's advocate on the other side of that, yeah. too. There's audio. You there's don't. audio of, of Michael playing devil's advocate for himself, you know? Mm-hmm. He, he, there's videos of him saying, like, there's not a coincidence that when I became a somebody, they started saying that I was, uh, that I was a rapist and that I was this and that. I mean... And that's been an argument, especially for black folks before. It's like, oh, when you got a strong, powerful black man who's successful, this is just things that they do to bring you down. That, that was the thing he used. Uh, Clarence Thomas said the same thing right. during the whole hearing stuff. You right. know, so there's there's takes you can you can make. It it wasn't until I became friends with people that some people that news outlets would write fake stuff about, and you hear it, 
you're like, wait a minute, is that true? And they're like, no, what the hell is this? People just make up whatever they want to hear. And then the fact that people get so into these, but you don't know. We don't know. We don't know. There's no video. There's no audio. There's no any of that. And people are also upset now that, you know, he is dead, that, you know, he, he can't defend himself. And, you know, it, you know, again, I am someone who likes to take evidence and corroborating facts. So I hear these interviews. I see these stories. I, you know, there's there may be legs there, but people like to say, you know, Mike's not here to defend himself. So how how can this any of this be credible? Well, facts are a thing for a reason. I understand the moral compass with it. Yeah, I understand that that is wrong. Of course, yeah, it's disgusting sure. yeah. if it happened. But I just again, I keep going back to the fact that. Someone could believe a sentence like the true fans know that he didn't do it. You don't know. You weren't there every day. And there's actually a line towards the end of the documentary where one of the victims says that he has to separate Michael Jackson as a person versus who he was as an actual man. Michael Jackson as a superstar versus who he was as an actual man. Mm -hmm. And I think that dichotomy is where some of the issue lies. And where's the line? Yeah, at what point do you say, you know what, maybe... None of this is none of this plays anymore. Maybe I'm done with all this because that's I've been reading a bunch of stuff, you know, all all over the Internet. But Slate has a really good article about cancel culture, especially after the fact, after someone is, you know, passed or or whatever, after the fact of a certain event. So what does it take for you to say I'm done? You know, when the rapper XXX Stensacion or whatever, whatever his name was, who I've said many things about even since he's passed. I guess I'm a terrible person, but. At what point do you say enough is enough? Like that dude beat up girlfriends with child and all that stuff. Does, does, at what point do you say, you know what, Mike? Thriller was an awesome album. I loved all of that, but nope, not anymore. I guess my hands are in the air. I just, I, I just can't believe the passion and I don't know both sides and the the the, the shaming of the people that have come come out and said just describe some. Yeah. Horrible things. And, and let's and just take him out of it. Like, it. Take Mike out of the equation. Well, this is happening everywhere with everything. Like we learned about the anti-abortion bill when it was on the floor. They were there were people there that were telling their sexual abuse stories, and people just didn't care. Right. Right. And so the people. I don't know. But my problem is with the people that are shaming um, people that come out against. And, and say that they were sexually yeah. abused, like the what it does to someone's head. What did you What did you take out of it? I took out of it that people get really, 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 really into news that they don't know anything about, and that scares me. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, and you just, you just blindly retweet. And you don't really know what you're talking about, right? Because that's I, mean, I have family, uh, especially in the black community. You you want to you know you want to keep the black your, your black brothers and sisters going you know do you, you want to make sure that we see success you want to see representation I've got folks barbershop talk family members who don't want to believe any of this stuff any of the HBO things and I don't know how to talk to them you know I do wonder because again I'll never know I'll never know I wasn't there I don't know um, but you never hear rumors of Betty White doing this there was never a rumor like that no. No. Is that because obviously that's not something that she did? Yeah, like, but I see that's, that's like, a slippery slope. I would, the, the whataboutism argument, it's always, it's like, well, well, what about it's, and especially when it comes to stuff like sexual assault and abuse, you almost got to take it case by case. You know, mm -hmm. you got to take it case by case. You got to take superstardom and fame out of the equation. You do. You know? That's the thing. That's what you got to do. That's the thing. I mean, I would hate for my favorite artist to be somewhat horrible, but if it came out and there was proof. Hey, uh, to put it back in our world, brand new. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a reason why we don't play brand new anymore. Mm -hmm. The reason why those tours have been canceled. You know, I, I, I guess at what point again? To my my little thing, I was saying, at what did we cancel it? When did we cancel Michael? I mean, we canceled canceled brand new. I mean, Bill Cosby is not Heathcliff Huxtable. Canceled him out. You know, is it time? I don't know. I know. Maybe yes. Who knows? Hmm. I, I, yeah, it's, ugh, it's gross. If you can watch it, hey, 
it's very important. It's wildly important. But it's I, hard to watch. It's, it's really, very hard to watch. Really, really, really hard to watch it to see all of see these people talking about what they've been through and just kind of watch their facial yeah. um, movements and everything and kind of see the pain and where they cry and where they don't cry. Yeah. I just don't understand telling saying that some, but that didn't happen to somebody yeah. when they well, want to do that. So, yeah, let's 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 use this now to support the victims. Let's prop up. Their stories. Let's let's finally start putting lines in the sands, and, and let's not give passes to people that you like, just because you like them. Just because they wrote some songs. Jordan Silver and Friends on the buzz. What's going on here? What's happening? What's happening? So on this day in music history, MTV launches the Osbournes in 2002. Remember that reality show? Sharon, Sharon. <laughs> Hot mess, but really started. The reality TV world. Uh, oh, when you think about it, you're right. Yeah, it was like the Osbournes, early real world. And look at Sh- Sharon's still on TV. Yeah, she's not going anywhere. On this day in 1999, Trauma Entertainment files a 40 million breach of contract lawsuit against Bush for failure to deliver their next album. So basically what happened was um, Bush, Gavin Rossdale wrote an album, and instead of it being alternative... It was electronic, and his label got pissed. Oh, that was it, huh? Mm-hmm. And I just searched so hard, and I could not find out how that ended. We'll find out. So, yeah, we, got, we got plenty more news, Jordan. And on this day in 1951, if you want to take a real deep dive in music history, Ike Turner and Jackie Brenston recorded Rocket 88, which is considered the first rock and roll song ever. So if you want to take a deep dive, at some point today, Rocket yeah. 88 considered the first... Rock and roll song ever 1951. That's what happened today. Today. In music. In your music news. I got a little bit of national news. Actually, this is humanitarian news, mm-hmm. international, global news. Amazing news. Life news. Mm-hmm. Today, uh, our second person ever to be freed of the virus known as HIV has come out in London. A London patient with HIV becomes, like I said, the second person free of the virus, uh, still being not named currently. Mm-hmm. But I do have some audio of uh, the, the first ever patient who was cured of HIV. His name is, where's his name? Timothy Brown. And he has not yet met the current survivor, uh, but he had some thoughts on it. And we can play him right now. It's been very useful for science and for giving hope to, um, to HIV positive people. Yes, I w- would like to meet the London patient very much. Uh, um, I would, would say... Take your time in, um, if you if you want to become public, do it. It's not really a burden that I'm going through um, with media and stuff like that. It's actually fun. Um, so uh, you can share in the fun. Wow. There you go. We, I, how we, awesome is that? We lost so many great people to that horrible, horrible, horrible disease. Yeah, even now, I pulled this stat, too, before we got on. Uh, 36 million people right now. Currently living with HIV. I read that there was some kind of stem cell transplant, and that's what helped with it. But yeah, and that's the thing is you got to... That's smart people stuff. Uh, that's be- doctor stuff. Because healthcare in this here United States, uh, not so conducive to get here in our continental uh, uh, 49. But yeah, the went overseas, and like I said, now we have two. Amazing. And that's pretty, pretty awesome, if you Yay. ask me. You got some more news? I got some more news. You want some more news? No. Yes, of course. Okay. Is this about? Yep, sure is. Okay. Uh, following up yesterday, we had uh, uh, we had our fr- Rachel, our friend from pa- Planned Parenthood, mm-hmm. and we very much were trying, and I think we did a great job. Jordan, you did an excellent job of, of very much trying to humanize the process of what it what it means to have to take these steps and do those things. Yes, it's not an easy thing. It's not like one. You're like, hi, it's five o'clock. Uh, I'm going to go get an abortion, get my nails done at six. No. Exactly. Okay. So another end of that coin is, let's just call this what this is. This is an attack. Mm-hmm. This is an attack on women. This is an attack on reproductive rights. And when you have folks who 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 base who base their life off of fan fiction, and by fan fiction, I'm talking about the Bible, um... You have people like this guy. Shots fired. You have people like this guy who tried to burn up 
a Planned Parenthood in Columbia, Missouri. Mm-hmm. My former hood. Uh, we'll play the audio back. We, we just charged this guy this past weekend. An FBI investigator say Wesley Castor broke the glass front door of the clinic and threw a Molotov cocktail device inside the building to start the arson fire. FBI officials arrested Castor on Saturday based on evidence at the crime scene. So, so here's where we're at, Jordan. Here's where we're at. We're going backwards. We're going to go backwards. Uh, you can believe whatever you want. I don't. And plenty of folks don't. So if, you're, if religion is your, is your substitute for facts, that's fine. But keep it to yourself. In this situation, maybe you should keep it to yourself. Because when you have people that cloak themselves in this kind of doctrine that is rooted in no fact whatsoever, you have people like this guy who take that and run with it. And this is seen uh, not just with Planned Parenthood, uh, with people of different faiths, of people of different backgrounds. Like when you cloak yourself in this made-up gospel and you got enough people to believe this garbage, this is what happens. So let's not, let's not get any of this twisted. There is a, a, an actual war going on. Not like your war on Christmas, y'all. This is an actual war on women. People could have died. This man threw a Molotov cocktail in this facility. We had Rachel, who was a uh, come on a policy. She's in charge of policy at Planned Parenthood, and she was in yesterday. And you can hear it on the podcast. Her just talking about just breaking down the whole new anti-abortion bill. Yeah, I, I got a quote. This is from the guy. From his Facebook page, Uh, during the investigation, officers learned of a picture that was posted on the Facebook page of the accused uh, that showed a handgun and words that read, guns don't kill people, Planned Parenthood kills people. No, they don't. Stop it. Again, if you're going to root your hatred and fan fiction, that's fine, but keep it to yourself. Because at the end of the day, this is a woman's choice. This is a woman's right. And that's where it begins and ends. And if you want to put your BS on me, keep it to yourself or blow it up your ass because I have no time for you. I feel like there's nothing left to say after that. It's been 17 years. We know we haven't been perfect. We lost some people along the way and they told us we were done for. Twice. You saved us. Twice. It hasn't been easy, but it's 2019. And we're still here. We're still here. So there's only so many chords, only so many chord combinations. There's only so many things you can do with a guitar and everything. I'm a, yep. Mouth, hmm. mouth closed on that one. I'm sure that there was possibly some inspiration here, but wow, the internet is blowing up with the fact that the new Jonas Brothers song, Don't Uh-oh. Worry, I Won't Play It, everybody, Uh-oh. sounds just like Portugal, the man's feel it still. It is so close that Portugal the Man has been retweeting people, fans, that keep saying things like, Jonas Brothers had a million years to come up with a song that didn't sound exactly like Portugal the Man. <laughs> the new Jonas Brothers song, Sucker, makes me want to kick it like it's 1986. So that's the new one. So they're back, right? Yeah, they came back last week okay. or something. So the new their song is called? Sucker. Okay. And Portugal the Man's Feel It Still. Okay. I mean, we know what that song sounds like. Yeah. Right. The whistle thing. Yeah. Okay. So here's a piece of Sucker okay. by Jonas Brothers. And I think you could. This sounds like Feel It Still. I'm a sucker for you. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh. Ooh. 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 Fans are pissed. Ooh. Portugal the man fans are pissed. And, and Portugal the man retweeting every single thing. From fans that keep they saying, have to know, then, right? Because that's have, a direct rip. Yeah. Someone goes, Why is no one else talking about how Sucker from the Jonas Brothers is literally Feel It Still by Portugal the Man? Um, and then it was funny because somebody goes, Do y'all need a lawyer? Because I, <laughs> I am one. Ooh. I, I mean, this is just, this is just. Uh, I'm a sucker for you. Yes. Come on, man. Feel It Still is such a good song. <laughs> Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Although, yep. in this whole mix, the Portugal the Man mentioned that their chorus to Feel It Still sounds a little bit like the Marvelettes' Please Mr. Postman, which is one of the, like, the best oh, rock and roll songs oh, ever. Yeah, so mm, I want to stay out of this, but wow, this if this doesn't sound like 
Oh, Jordan. Oh, Jordan. If that doesn't sound like this, then I'm a monkey's uncle. The show would be way less fun if their parents gave them enough attention as children. Jordan Silver and Friends. Codependency is our middle name. Rest in peace, Keith Flint. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. So the creator of Warp Tour tried to reunite My Chemical Romance for Warp Tour 25. All these other bands getting together to play it, but My Chemical Romance said, hell no. No way. <laughs> no way. Foo Fighters are getting into St. Patrick's Day spirit with new merch. For 35 bucks. you can get a t-shirt that says, i got to say this right, go luck yourself. Ooh. And a beer mug. Good job. You, you nailed that. Foo Fighters, go luck yourself. Gotta get one of those. And show announced just yesterday, Judah and the Lion. August 10th at Starlight Theater. Free uh, Freeloader pre-sale starts Thursday at 10 a.m. Details, 965thebuzz.com. That's it. Some news. We are on the step to what may be a cure. Cure for HIV. This is the second person who has experienced sustained remission from HIV-1, according to a case study published on Tuesday. From uh, the London patient. That's the air quote. He has not been or she has not been identified. But the, uh, the infection affects close to 37 million people worldwide, which people, I think in 2019, we sometimes forget how much of a thing this still is with HIV and AIDS, but so far, second person who looks like has been, like I said, experienced sustained remission. So, hey. It's amazing. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Taking so many greats, just amazing to be able to find a cure for that. Oh, yeah. In entertainment news, if you used your phone number for security purposes on Facebook for like that two-step verification thing, in case, you know, you forget your password or you get logged out, well, Mashable is reporting that there is no way to opt out completely of having people be able to find your profile with your phone number. Ah, excellent. That means they didn't take it away yet. Yes. No. Yes. So delete that if you uh, don't want people to know. Or, or don't. Keep doing what you're doing. I like looking. Okay. Keep on doing it. Ten bell salute. Ten bell salute RIP to the walking conundrum. Do you remember that phrase? Do you remember who am I talking about? What what wrestler am I talking about, Jordan? Anything? The little giant. No. Close. King Kong Bundy. King Kong Bundy, uh. he passed away uh, at 61. His impressive frame, he was once billed as 6'4", 458 pounds. Damn. I would argue that there's no Hulk Hogan, there's no Hulkamania without King Kong Bundy. WrestleMania 2 inside that blue steel cage. Hulk Hogan versus King Kong Bundy. So yeah, 10 bell salute, RIP. I'm sorry, Hartzell. It hurts. These... To see my wrestling people go down, just like flies. The legends, I know. Well, just, you can't do so many roids in the 80s. It sucks when people die. Crack is whack. Steroids aren't the best. Well, it depends. Anyway, RIP. In odd news, a Seattle Uber driver created a menu for your ride with him. So you hop in, and then he hands you this thing, and you order. But you're not ordering food. You're ordering what kind of Uber experience you're going to get. So do you want him as the driver to be the stand-up comedian? Nope. Make you laugh. Ah. Do you want the silent ride? Yep. I know. The therapy ride where you sit there and, you know, vent about life. Maybe. To him. Uh, the creepy ride, which he says is he doesn't say anything, but he just looks at you from time to time in the rearview mirror. Or the rude <laughs> ride where he is as rude as humanly possible. I love this. I love it's like your choose your own Uber adventure. Exactly. Game. I love exactly. That. I once had this Uber driver that was psychic, apparently. He was psychic and he did my whole psychic reading, but I was like, dude, if you're psychic, then how the hell have you missed my road like three times? He's listening, she's listening, you're listening to Jordan Silver and Friends on 96.5 The Buzz. I legitimately just asked a real sports question. You it's did. Good. It was there. good. Thank you. There you go. Are they going to trade D Ford? Show <sighs> from 610 Sports. Thank you for coming in. What are your thoughts? Thank you for having me. Uh, this, is a, this is a big conversation. Over on our side, it's. I don't believe that the Chiefs have that many people that are imbeciles. <laughs> um, I mean, there's no punchline of that joke. I'm serious. I, I don't have. I don't believe like everyone in the city. See, I get. See, I get passionate. I'm you get passionate. You do. Everyone. Do I'm a lifelong Chiefs fan. 
everyone, many people you're listening in this city, we should be in Super Bowl mode, right? Still, still. So this is this is maybe not last year. Maybe not last year. I'll give you that. Coming into the season, I thought they would be eight and eight. Um, I didn't think Mahomes was Jesus. Um, I didn't know he would be this. I, we've never seen anyone, any rookie, any first year starter do what he's done. So that's different from this year. This year, you know you have the MVP coming back. You know you have Tyreek Hill, who is dangerous, on and off the field. You, did you know it. you have, you know you have Travis Kelsey. You know, I mean, you yeah. have a you have a a team that is ready to win the Super Bowl with all your flaws. Bob Sutton leading the charge with all your flaws last year. You still had no business probably being in the game, but as poorly as you played, you could have beat the Patriots to go to the Super Bowl. Had, you know, D4 not jumped off sides or had your offense scored yep. a point Is in the first half. Is that what they're pissed about? I think so. I think that that's a way where some fans, and, and it's his history, he's been injury prone, and some people think he's just done it one year. I argue two years ago he had 10 sacks and had an injury that slowed him down. Yep. But it, it you should be in Super Bowl mode, mm-hmm. right? And I, and I challenge and I am pushing our audience and the people in this city to be in Super Bowl mode as fans to not accept anything less than that. So trading away a guy who was potentially, you know, not to get too statsy, top five right. at one of the most important positions on the field to get rid of him when you're, when you're not bringing anything in. Right. Doesn't like when you're in Super Bowl mode to get rid of the guy who made other players around him better makes no sense if mm-hmm. you're trying. Yeah. Like, you can't, it's hard for me to explain, and it should be hard for the Chiefs to get across to fans how we could be in Super Bowl mode, but we're trading the guy who had 13 sacks yeah, and the saying? guy who was, who was your best defensive player at. A real important position. What are they, what are they saying? Because they didn't. I, my Twitter blew up last night, and I was like, "What are we doing right?" Now? I mean, some people are, are are making themselves believe because maybe there's a new system that D Fort doesn't have a place and all this. Now he's a football player, <laughs> and and what he does is the most important thing on that side of the ball, and you can find a place for. So it's it's. Do we just just front? But I just the offense. We just say the best. Defense is a good offense. Like what? I mean, well, I mean, it just like that's why that's why I I started off by saying I cannot believe that all of those people in there together are imbeciles. <clears throat> all right, I don't now now. The Chiefs have done imbecile type things well, naturally, of course. like continuing to roll with their defensive coordinator Bob Sutton <laughs> and just saying no in the middle of the season. We feel like, yeah, we see Patrick Mahomes. This dude is a stud. This offense is a stud. We got a chance. We got the 32nd ranked defense. We're not going to make a move. Nah, we're fine. They've done stupid things. So I wouldn't put it past him, but this would take the cake of stupidity. Would you move? Would you change teams? No, I can't change teams. You don't change teams. It's just it's just it's just people like us, I think to continue to put pressure because we and we'll be honest, you lived in a lot of different places. Like in in Andy's old spot, Philadelphia, this isn't flying. No, with are fans. you kidding me? This isn't flying they for riot. some reason. Riot. As a whole, here we can get to a hey. We are blinded by, as I've said, Patrick Deodorant is the best degree, Ooh. sure, um, uh, lady speed stick, Ladies. Gillette, Old yes. Spice. He is the best deodorant to make you. Like, hey, look over here. Look at Patrick Mahomes, but not over here. Oh, yeah. We could do stupid stuff because we got the deodorant over here. It's that Marcus Peters effect. I just hope that at this point, after being so close last year, that fans in this city, and we're pushing people to get to that place, will look at this and say, no, 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 no. We're not just the Midwest people that all shucks. We're happy that we just have a team. No. Y'all need to do what y'all need to do. So we can get the chip here, because the Chiefs haven't been to the Super Bowl in fifty plus years. Damn. So is it going to happen? I mean, we we talk a big game, but is it going to happen? Like, are we, uh, we going to trade this man? I, I hope not. Uh, it just uh, it, and there's no way that I can see that it makes any sense. So that's just fluff news, then. I hope so. Mm. <laughs> I, I I hope so. I like I like fluff news. Okay. Makes me fluffy. You know what also makes me fluffy? Seeing you in this. Rock, okay. chalk, blue, and crimson. Because I know you get. You, I'm just saying. I w- I'm sorry. I didn't know. 
Jordan, I didn't know. I thought you were going to say something real nasty. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. Did you, did, did you feel course, that, too? Of course. Of course. I was going to get up. One of the la- last times I was in here, you just all of a sudden, inappropriately, not not leaving Neverland inappropriately, but inappropriately, you hit me, hit us with a, ooh, look at that ass, girl, <laughs> to your girl with the donuts. Yeah. Like, I wasn't ready for that. And when you said... You know what makes me real fluffy? I thought you were coming in like my ass. What? Like I didn't know you. I thought you. Were... So give me, give me, give me one around. Give me no, one around. Wait a minute. Don't, wait a minute. Don't twirl your fingers at me. Give me one to one turn. One. Come on, I show. I will not. Show me no. a show. Show. Really nice scarf though. Thank you. You got a nice ass, show. Tomorrow morning on Jordan Silver and Friends. Hearts will I know it hurts, but we are going to do Mortified tomorrow morning at 7.30. I need to prepare myself. I need to get ready. You need to bring in clips of your music because, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Our first bands. You want some Hearts Originals? Of course, yeah. Uh, Don't bring me any covers. (laughs) Okay. Jordan Silver and Friends on 96.5 The Buzz. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.